0: Yo, what is going on, everyone? What is cooking? This is scriptwriter Steve. You reach my podcast, Barbecues to Movies. Today is October 13th, 2021. It is currently 3.47 in the freaking morning. I'm up late, doing my thing, answering emails, fixing photos, actually reading some articles. And also, just finished up a movie review on um, that James Bond flick, No Time to Die by the way, it was a great movie. Um, It had a lot of problems with the script. You can read all about it if you go to scriptwritersteve.com. That's scriptwritersteve.com, and I have the full review up there on the front page, all right? So that's enough of the plugging for what I do, right? Now, this podcast, by the way, is all about John Gruden, but before we get into that, Let's talk a little bit about Hawaii and COVID, right? Let's, let's get everyone updated. So I got the news right now that um, yesterday there was only 49 infections. Total, inf- oh, I'm sorry. Let me back up. Let me back the truck up there. We had a, a total of 49 cases, right, which includes probable um, infections and we have no idea how many people pro- have been probably infected uh, but that's how many cases we had yesterday yesterday so that is huge because again um, if the trends follow of what the I guess uh, um, history has taught us that probable, Cases actually outnumber real active cases um, more by I think is more is I think there were like about three to one. So when you actually had one probable case, there was actually three more times uh, cases than that one active case. Um, again, like I told you before about the story of my about my friend throwing a party and having one probable case in there, which was actually negative, but then they considered everyone who attended that party probable, and they just pushed 50 people down to the case count, and they were doing this back and forth just to get the case counts high so they could inst- instill fe- um, fear into the public so everyone would just get the booster, everybody would just get vaccinated, and you know what? It worked. And now they're using it r- right now. Right now, they're actually saying, they're, they're not telling us the age of the people who die, how they die, what, what's up with core cor- 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 morbidities. I'm sorry, that's a... Tongue twister there right now at 3.37 in the morning. <laughs> but the co- comorbidities, they're not really telling you that because they're trying to tell you that kids can die from this COVID-19 as well. And guess what? They're not, right? But they want the kids now ages 5 and to 11 to actually take the jab, even though it's proven that they're not going to die from it. They may get really sick from it, but it's better off if they get COVID now than actually if they if they actually take the vaccine because the vaccine can cause uh swelling of the heart which is not good that it's a real it's a real side effect out there for these young kids and let's not put these young kids you know let them be guinea pigs for themselves because they never had a really large study on whether or not these these vaccines are healthy for kids that's the thing so Right now, COVID numbers are going down. Restrictions, I think, are easing down. I think um, the governor will be forced to actually ease restrictions, maybe even cut restrictions, because I think he will be held to his uh, promise, his former promise that if we, when we reach seventy percent vaccination rate, he believes he said that all mandates will be dropped. Now, the, the lieutenant governor has said that uh, he has said that from before, but he's kind of backtracking, moving the the, the goalposts. But well, we will see, but right now we are at 69% vaccination rate. So this number here is coming up very, very soon. So he's going to have to do something at 70%. So he's, he's either going to have to cut a lot of uh, mandates, a lot of restrictions, or he has to cut it off. Because again, if he doesn't do it, his political capital is going to go down the drain. It's going to go really down the drain. So for those of you who are still planning to come to Hawaii or, or who are aspiring to come to Hawaii, uh, to get married in Hawaii or to do whatever in Hawaii, I don't care. You know, it looks really good for you. It looks really, really good. You know, to me, my opinion, I'll be very honest with you. You might as well just come to Hawaii no matter what because even now, under these, like, restrictions, especially if you are vaccinated, you can come to Hawaii and you can enjoy yourself. You just have to wear the freaking mask indoors, which I hate. You know, I am a, I hate wearing the mask. Um, I do it sometimes indoors. A lot lately, I've just been pulling down my mask and I really don't care. Uh, I, I just really don't care anymore because, again, I'm vaccinated. The people around me are vaccinated. We are at 70% vaccination rate. The masks that we all are wearing really don't work. I just don't really, you know, I don't, I don't really give a damn because we're all safe. Most of us are all safe. And you know what? If you didn't take the vaccine, that's your thing. And I don't think you're safe. Personally, I think um if you have not taken the vaccine, you are Missing a layer of protection. Why don't I just say that, right? But that is their choice. And that is my opinion, right? It may actually be the wrong opinion, right? And the vaccines may actually hurt them, but that's their choice. So if they don't want to take the vaccine, they're putting their lives more in danger. For me, because I believe the vaccines work, I don't go out there and fear COVID. And you shouldn't either. If you took the vaccine, don't fear COVID. You know, go out there, enjoy life. We were told that they work, so why don't you act as though they work? All right, people? Okay, so here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go cut the commercial break because I got to make my 10 cents, right, for per listener on this podcast. And then I'm going to cut back and we are going to get into this whole John Gruden fiasco thing, right? I am sure you are wondering what I think about it. You know, I will just spoil it for you. I am on John Gruden's side. All right. I am on John Gruden's side. I think this is very unfair. I didn't think he resigned. I think he was canceled. I think he was forced to resign. And um, I don't like where this is heading because this is, this does not just affect John Gruden. It affects all of us. It really affects all of us. All right, people. Here's the commercial. Okay, everyone, I am back from that commercial break. I hope you are too. We are going to get straight into this John Gruden saga. Like I said before, I am on John Gruden's side here and I'll explain myself very clearly. What I'm going to do is I am going to take an article written by the Sporting News and I'm going to read it to you. I think this article best outlines exactly what John Gruden said. Uh, yet, you know, um, just to be honest, we have not seen the actual full emails in context. The New York Times, um, who broke the story, uh, I guess, has not released the full emails in full context to the public. So that I find a very, very big problem. Now, here is what, before we get into this whole email stuff. Um, now, just to let you know, I have played football uh, during, I guess, when I was younger, I played football. And also in high school, I played football. And after that, I also played football in the parks and everywhere, you know, just with some semi-professionals. I, I played what they call, some, I guess some people will call it semi-pro football. I don't really call that. I think it's just reject football. Um, but then, again, I played with football with, in all different aspects, never at the NFL level, all right? Um, but w- when you play on the field with men, other men, There's a lot of trash talking going back and forth. People call each other names all the time. I have been called a chink how many times before. Uh, you know, there have been other times where the other words has been uttered back and forth. You you know, people who have words use the word, the N-word, back and forth and all that. Myself, I've never done that. I've really never been a trash talker, to be quite honest. I'm very, very quiet. And on top of that, most of the time I'm playing, I was playing quarterback. So a lot of times you're just barking out, you know, kind of like uh, uh audibles a lot of times. You have no real time to trash talk there. But the receivers and the DBs, the linebackers, they all talk, you know, they all talk it talk to you, the, the, the defensive line, the offensive line, they're talking back and forth sometimes, you know, when they're not barking out their signals. But you hear these things going on all the time. And in the locker room, you know, the, the language is very, very colorful. Why don't we just say that, right? And this is just the way some men, alpha males, talk to each other. So what happened in context, these emails were... Private conversations between men, all right, that were leaked to the public. And now John Gruden is getting canceled for this. This is almost um, the equivalent of what they tried to do to Trump to get him canceled uh, out of running, uh, out of the presidency. Okay? Now, everything John Gruden has said here, well, Dave Chappelle said worse in his recent comedic episode, uh, I guess, show. On Netflix. He said way worse. And that is being celebrated as an achievement of um I guess comedy uh, by certain people. Some people are also still very offended, but again, that's kind of what you know the that type of abrasive language is used. That's the purpose to actually get you offended, to get under people's skins, to get to have a number one, a comedic response. Number two, just to get under under people's skin and to exaggerate for effect. So when people use colorful language, you know, if they use like the F word or, or, or call people by other names or use slurs, a lot of times it's just for effect. And, you know, it doesn't mean that person is a sexist, homophobic or transphobic or has any hate toward that minority group that they're actually, you know, making fun of. All right. So here we go with that, um, th- that article. I'm just going to read it, and as I read it, I will comment on it, all right? So here we go. We're going to start. The NFL has uncovered yet more emails involving Raiders coach John Gruden from 2010 through 2018, in which he used sexist, homophobic, and transphobic language. So already in this thesis statement here, they're setting the stage. Now, take a note at the date, 2010 to 2018 nothing recent. So these were very very old emails. In fact, he wasn't even a coach back in 2010. So doesn't matter. Now we're canceling him. This is like when Kevin Hart got canceled for tweets he made 10 years ago, right? This is this is called cancellation. Okay, going on. Shortly after The Times released its report, NFL Networks uh, and ESPN's Adam Schefter reported that Gruden had informed his team that he would resign as head coach. And Gruden later released a statement confirming his resignation. Okay. So league officials uncovered the emails as part of a workplace misconduct investigation into the former Washington football team president, Bruce Allen. So again, now they're investigating Bruce Allen and now they're just trying to, you know, go after everyone in there. All right. So, it's kind of like what they did to, did to Trump. They're going to investigate Trump, and now they're going to get Michael Flynn. They're going to get. They're going to try to get you know, Roger Stone. This is just prosecution at its worst. Okay? Going on. They were not focused specifically on Gruden, who was not in the league at the time. He had already come under fire for using an apparently racist trope against the NFL Players Association executive director DeMar Smith in, in a 2011 email to Allen. Gruden, at the time, was serving as a color analyst on Monday Night Football. So again, like what I told you, he was not even in the league. So Gruden later attempted to walk back those comments, saying he uses the term rubber lips to call someone a liar. He apologized for those comments on Sunday, preceding the leak of further disparaging emails by less than 24 hours. No, I don't believe, now that part, I don't believe Gruden. When he, when he was saying he used the term rubber lips to call someone a liar. I don't believe that, not at all, okay? So what did John Gruden say in his emails? So now they're going to go along with, the, with this thesis. Gruden used racist, sexist, homophobic, and transphobic language in the emails, which the Times reports dated through 2010. So they're going over again, over again, okay? So this is wrong. They're not reporting. They're actually setting the tone, which they shouldn't. Per the Times, He often called the NFL commissioner, Roger Goodell, uh, a F-A-G-G-O-T, a faggot, right? Bundle of sticks, right? And a clueless anti-football pussy. Okay. So, which part is misogynistic or transphobic or anything? Because he called Roger Goodell a faggot? That's just an insult, That's really not anything. That's how people of his time insulted others. Roger Goodell is not gay, number one, right? So because he used the term, the the word faggot, that's homophobic. Now, if Roger Goodell was gay, maybe that would be homophobic, right? Or be very offensive. But Roger Goodell is not gay. He's not gay. I don't think he's gay, right? I'm pretty sure he's not gay. And then he says, a clueless anti-football pussy. Okay, So is that bad? Okay. That's very colorful, right? Is that, that's very colorful, but is that a reason to, you know, to force him to resign? He also used homophobic slurs to describe NFL owners, coaches and reporters who cover the league. So again, they're, they're actually setting it up for you. But the one message that they said, I don't see anything there. I really don't. You know, you can call anyone and say, Hey, Steve Young, he's a faggot. You know, oh, he's a clueless anti-football pussy. It's just an insult. That's an insult. All right. So Gruden also reportedly exchanged emails with Allen and others that included photos of women wearing only bikini bottoms. So they're a topless. And one photo reportedly included two Washington football team cheerleaders. So one photo had, you know, they were showing their boobs. That's misogynistic, you know. Exchanging photos of women wearing only bikini bottoms, so they're exchanging top pictures of topless women together, and that all of a sudden it is, is trans is what misogynistic, really. This is between two dudes. Now I don't do that, but there's a lot of people who do do that. Were they underage? No, not at all. They're just naked pole photos that they're exchanging between each other. Really. All right, so, let's see, Gruden also criticized larger issues that surfaced or otherwise had platforms of discussion in the the league. For example, he reportedly criticized former President Obama during his 2012 re-election campaign and then called Vice President Joe a nervous, clueless pussy. Whoa, whoa, so because he used the word pussy, that's misogynistic? You know, he's just using colorful language. I mean, I mean, this, this again, it, it, this is really not that bad. It's really, it's, it's just people talking trash. It's very, this is a, the very type of personality we have come to know John Gruden as because he is known as Chucky, right on the sideline. Okay. Gruden also reportedly denounced the, the league for attempting to reduce con- concussions, adding that Eric Reed, who di- who did, who demonstrated during the playing of the national anthem as a form of protest against police brutality should be fired. So he's saying, okay, I'm going to try to reread it, read this Gruden reportedly also denounced the league for attempting to reduce con- concussions, adding that Eric Reed, who demonstrated during the playing of the national anthem as a form of protest against police brutality should be fired. So they're, they're taking a huge <laughs> editorializing on this thing. So be, Eric Reed kneeled during the national anthem and he said that Eric Reed should be fired for doing that. That's what Gruden said. What, how, that's his opinion. So again, he, Gruden said here that he doesn't like the, what the league is doing to reduce concussions because again, you know, all these targeting rules are really ruining football. Let's, why don't we just agree on that? And on top of that, you know, kneeling during the national anthem, he believed that Eric Reid should be fired for kneeling for uh, during that time. That's what it is. See how these, these um, writers kind of try to uh, push the narrative on you? They're just trying to get, you know, get really cute with the language here. I, I hate it. So which, like, why is that bad? That's just his opinion that he just doesn't want people kneeling during the national anthem. Is that really that bad? Okay, going back, going down here. In 2015, in an email, Gruden condemned a congressional bill that attempted to force the Washington Redskins to change its name, which many Native Americans view as a slur. Actually, the majority of Native Americans don't view it as a slur. Only a small minority views it as a slur. Do you know that there is a a Navajo high school that actually is called the Redskins and they're also being forced to change their names by white people out of all people <laughs> all right Gr- Gruden received a link also that year to tell detailing how players wanted Goodell to support them in efforts to promote racial equality and criminal justice reform. Okay, so let's get let's stop with this cute language that this reporter is putting out there. Promote racial equality. That means promoting police brutality, which was false, and criminal justice reform, which again, which would which was forwarding the false narrative of police brutality. Okay? That's what was actually happening. And Gruden did not support that. And he said he needs to hide in his concussion protocol tent. That's what Gruden said. So he was against this Black Lives Matter protest. He was against the protest against cops labeling them as police brutalizing blacks. That's what it actually was. And he told, he told this guy, Alan, that Goodell needs to hide in his concussion protocol tent. (laughs) Okay, this is the emails. Okay, so Gruden also singled out individuals as targets of his hateful language. So that includes Caitlyn Jenner, whom Gruden mocked when she won an award in 2015 after transitioning. Okay, so again, they're getting getting cute with this language here in this sporting news article. Let me reread this to you. That includes Caitlyn Jenner, whom Gruden mocked When she won an award in 2015 after transitioning, what award did she win? She won woman of the year after only being a woman for one year. (sighs) Why can't he mock that? I mock that. Everyone mocks that everyone sees that Caitlyn Jenner is not a woman. All right. You know, it's obvious. That some woman out there to be woman of the year basically got robbed because Caitlyn Jenner robbed it from an actual woman and ESPN who's freaking woke, you know, gave it to them. That's the truth. He also asked Alan to tell Brian Glazer, whose family owns the Buccaneers, to perform oral sex on him. Alan reportedly responded that Glazer would take you up on that offer. So again, they're just talking banter. That's banter back and forth. That's subtly considered homophobic. You know, again, how is this that bad? Gruden also targeted Michael Sam, who came out as gay before attempting at an NFL career. So, per the times, Gruden criticized Goodell for pressuring former St. Louis Rams coach, Fisher, Jeff Fisher, to draft queers. So he used the word "queers." That was it. Now this is true. The Goodell pressured then Rams coach Jeff Fisher to draft you know Michael Sam in the in the in the seventh round, okay, as a statement. And he, and he wasn't he wasn't that good, so it was a wasted draft pick. But that's what Goodell did. That's not right. Now that's number one. That's not right. But number two. What's really wrong with the word queers? Because I've seen that word used. The gay, the gays have actually used that word queers before. I'm I'm not even sure who that word actually, you know, applies to exactly. Is it just the homosexual community, the, of the gays of the, the men gays? Or we're talking the lesbians or the bisexuals? I'm not sure. You know, at one time, the Q at the end of LGBTQ standed for queers. All right. Now it stands for questioning, but it did stand for queers at the before when it first came out. So, and they also had a show called, you know, Queer Eye for the Straight Guy and it was celebrated and they even called themselves queers. All right. They right now, they have a show on Netflix called Queers, which is another reboot of um, Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. All right, but I think they do more than just you know fixing up you know you know men with like straight men with bad with bad um, I guess bad bad taste in clothing. They fix up everything because it is true. Gays have a different you know type of I guess viewpoint when it comes to you know to clothes or or design or everything like that. It's just their personality type. They're they're more like type fours on the enneagrams, if anything. So, but again, like what I'm saying, the word queers is kind of celebrated in certain circles. You know, they've owned it. You know, they've actually owned it. So again, but when John Gruden says it, all of a sudden it's negative, all right? Okay, so now then on top of that, he talks to this person called Darius Smith. So he said, he called, he, he said in the email, Dum- Dumberus Smith has lips the size of Michelin tires. So, Derice Smith, no, D. Maurice Smith is black, and he actually has big lips. If you've ever seen a picture of him, he has big lips, and he's not criticizing his race. We know that some black people have big lips. Maybe the majority of them do. My myself, as a Chinese guy, I have pretty big lips. My friend, she just got lip implants. She has pretty big lips. So if I make a joke about any type of, if, if a white person makes a joke about my lips and say, hey, Steve has lips the size of Michelin tires, is that racist? Why are we, you know, if we make fun of a black person with big lips, is that being racist? No, it's not. It's just pointing out a fact. That's called either a metaphor or a simile. Now, people may get, you know, hurt. Maybe they may say, oh, you can't criticize. You can't call that black person who has big lips, you can't say he has big lips. Why not, he has big lips, right? That's not a racist thing. He's not saying, you know, um, this guy is stupid because he's black. He just says he has big lips. You know, that's all it is. And that's it. (laughs) That's really, really, really it. So, is it all that bad? Really, is it all that bad? Trust me, I don't see it. I really don't see it. This is what he got fired over. This, these were the emails in context. Now, there's a lot of other players out there who are using this this um, uh, travesty of John Gruden's firing to to rewrite their history. You have Keyshawn Johnson out there who was going out there and saying, you know, he said that John Gruden was always this way. He was always a fraud. Keyshawn Johnson, during his football career, was a cancer to football teams. He was a cancer. You know, John Gruden took a risk on signing this guy. But again, he was a cancer. Randy Moss is out there crying with tears coming down his eyes. Randy Moss was a cancer. You have Ray Lewis coming out and saying things. Ray Lewis killed a dude. Right, you know, I mean, what in the world is going on here? I mean, you have people out there, you you know, who are just playing the race card way over, You're just just way 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 over, you know, uh, what it should be. They're they're exaggerating things way over what they should be. You know, Shannon Sharp out there. I don't think Shannon Shannon Sharp and Skip Bayless. I watch their show on Undisputed almost every single day, and um, you know, Skip Bayless. You know, he said he was a big fan of John Gruden, and he said these were just. Very, he was just very, very displeased about it. But you know what? They are wrong on this. They are completely wrong on this. And I explained it to you exactly why. You know, again, Shannon Sharp was out there saying, you know, it's not just John Gruden who says these racist things. A lot of people do. Well, let me get this straight to you. An offensive comment doesn't mean it's racist. All right? There's a. If someone comes over to me and says, man, you Asians... You know, you guys have some slant eyes. There's, you guys, you guys have some small eyes. Well, it's true, right? Myself, I don't have, I don't have, I don't have small eyes. And, and, um, but (laughs) some of my cousins, some of my uncles, their eyes are really slant. I have really no idea how they even look through those things. I mean, they look like Venetian blinds. Oh, if I said that, that's racist too, right? You can't even say that, right? But it's true. It's true. So, what You know, apparently, the only race which you can criticize, point to finger to, and make fun of, are white people. Are Caucasians. We can call them dumb. We can call them white privilege. We can call them every single thing. And they can get canceled out of their job. You know, here's the thing. The NFL is saying, we're not about what John Gruden have said. We're not about misogynist. You know, we're not about sexism. We're not about racism. We're not about all of this. When... They'll let people who, you know, again, you know, murder people, literally kill people, play in the NFL, beat their wives up, play in the NFL, beat their kids with sticks, you know, whip, whipping them with sticks, child abuse, and let them play in the NFL, right? Who is playing in that, who is starring in the NFL halftime show? Dr. Trey, Snoop Doggy Dogg, and Eminem. What did they say about women? Oh, they call them bitches and hoes. You know they are all about killing the police, not trusting the police, dealing drugs, shooting at cops. You know, is that what the NFL is about? That's their that's their halftime show, by the way. And I like those artists, right? They made a life out of gangster rap, right? Pop, you know, popularizing that lifestyle, making a lot of money off of that, and all the power to them. But. You know, now those guys are acting as like, oh, we would never do those types of things. Really? Really? Uh, you know, you have people that are, you know, you know what really surprised me. On the Pat McAfee show, you had Aaron Rodgers out there saying that in the locker room, in these NFL locker rooms, the only thing they do when they talk about women and race is that they only talk about them in the highest regard. When they talk about their players, it's all about love. Aaron Rodgers is one of the most hated quarterbacks of all time. When people leave the Green Bay Packers, they have nothing nice to say about Aaron Rodgers. You just go look at... You just Google YouTube videos and Aaron Rodgers and you put put like Greg Ward on there or something like that. No, Greg Jennings. Greg Jennings, Aaron Rodgers. And Greg Jennings will tell you everything you, everything you need to know about Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers doesn't even treat his fans with respect. You know? So... This is what they are. And well, by the way, let me just tell you this. Um, here in Hawaii, and I'm sure you've seen it, you, you've seen this, um, I guess, in other areas too. If you work, if you've ever been to a nightclub and you've seen some NFL players or just some professional athletes, right? And they have the velvet rope in there. And guess what? You know, you know if you're with a really good looking girl and they like her girl... They're going to try to hit on your girl. And they're going to try to do everything to your girlfriend on there. And they are treating women in there, in that, behind that velvet rope, they are treating them like pieces of meat. Because that's what they do. Not all of them, but a lot of them. A lot of them do this. You know, they don't respect women. They treat them like pieces of meat. And this is what they do. You've seen them. I know a lot of you have seen them. They're not nice people. And here they are you know, roasting John Gruden and saying, hey, look at this person, he's not nice, right? You know, this is coming from just this past week, Urban Meyer was caught at his own club filling up a girl, you know, sticking his finger up her butt on the video like that. <laughs> that's what they do. You know, that's what they now. Now, you know what? With, with that thing, that was both, that was consensual. That was consensual. And a lot of times, what happens in the nightclub? I'll tell you what, they're all, it's all consensual, right? But it can be interpreted as misogynistic because you are treating women kind of like objects and all that, even though it's consensual. It can be interpreted that way. But for me, it's, I'm just saying, it's kind of hypocritical to have these NFL players and these NFL owners. Again, you have like, you know, Robert Kraft, who, you know, who went to the massage parlor, you know, and then, <laughs> and all those, and I think Robert Kraft and also Bill Belichick went to the massage, that Korean massage parlor, and here they are pointing the finger at John Gruden. <laughs> okay, not fair, people, not fair. And I just read to you all the emails. It's not that bad. Now, here's the scary part. What happened to John Gruden can happen to all of us, especially if you work for another organization now you know for me i'm self-employed so it really doesn't affect me too bad right you know i'm like you know i can i have kind of a a pretty free reign of my i guess what i can say the only people who i'll turn off are my potential customers and but i know for a fact that it what what i say also brings me in customers right so get what i did here's what i did just recently I turned the background of my uh, wedding company's website to an American flag. And in the upper right-hand corner, I put the words, let's go, Brandon, on there. Because that is code for F. Joe Biden, correct? Because, again, I I basically want to say F. Joe Biden, but I need something like, like a code that we could all understand. So again, let's go Brandon, people know what that means. And I've gotten, um, I've gotten customers ready who have said, hey, we saw that, let's go Brandon thing. Just on that, we want you, we want you. <laughs> and uh, you know, some people may not want me because I don't like Joe Biden, but you know what? I'll take my chances because I'll tell you what, if you support Joe Biden right now, you support this guy who wants to lock down my business, you know, lock down everything and segregate the entire country. Well, maybe you're a customer who I really don't want. I'm serious about that. I don't want someone telling me, hey, Steve, if you do my wedding, I want you to wear a mask. No, that's not for me. I'm sorry. You know, hey, Steve, if, if you do my wedding, I want to know your vaccination records and all that. No, that's not for me. Yeah, you know, even though I am vaccinated, you, you, know, you are not entitled to my medical history, right? You are a client, So you either either like me for who I am, like me for my views, accept me for my work and my skill, or you can take a hike. Now, I can say that because I'm self-employed, right? But a lot of you out there, if you say the wrong thing in the email and all of a sudden corporate or human resources says, Hey, you know what, Judy, 10 years ago, you said the word faggot. You know, and you said it to a family member. You just were like all joking along together like that, you know. And by the way, I, I always joke around with my friends that says, Hey, you know what? It's kind of weird because they can kind of get us because we're starting a barbecue company. And if we use the English word, if we use the word faggot for actually in the, in the literal sense of what it means, a bundle of sticks, well, people can, people can misinterpret what we say. I say it. Oh, you know what? Let's go. What do you call, you know, let's go behind the house and burn some faggots. which means a bundle of sticks, and which we are doing, but but then again, they can say, oh, that's being homophobic, and we are, I'm having fun with the English language. It has nothing to do with being homophobic, but in this day and age, with people without a sense of humor, they may say, whoa, Steve, you know, you said that word, the word faggot, even though it means a bundle of sticks. And by the way, I read this... I'm jumping onto to a different subject here. There, there was this person who told me, well, the reason why gays are actually called faggots is because they were actually burned at the stake because they, um, the, the English did not actually think that they were uh, they were worthy enough to be burned on top of a stick like a witch. So they were just thrown onto the bundle of sticks below and, that's their, and they were called faggots. That's not the truth. That was shared by a meme. It got viral. That's not the truth. Gays were hung over there in Britain. They weren't born they weren't burned at the stake. Um they weren't even burned at the stake here, here in America. They were hung. They were beaten up. Now the word faggot was used to describe them, but again, the exact origin origin from it on why faggot, the word bundle of sticks, gotten used as a as a gay slur. Well, that is kind of like, you know, that that is actually not not really known. Okay? That's not really known, but again, you know, to me, I would never use the word in a racial in a racial way or a slur like that. But these are the things that you know people are too sensitive these days. Really too sensitive, right? You know, some of my friends, a lot of times, you know, and they're not black, right? But they come up to me and say, "Hey, what's up, nigga?" Right? And that was just a regular greeting. That was just a regular greeting. nigga. N I G G A. Now that could be say, that could be interpreted as racist. Because we're not black in saying that, right? And, right? and and it doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever, right? And then even if a person t- um, called me a chink and then it t- in a very mean way, you know what? It still wouldn't bother me. It really still wouldn't bother me at all. And if they call me a slant-eyed chink, right, which I'm actually A-OK with and all that, and if they're insulting me in any other way, too, I'd be OK with that. And that's also what is happening here in America is that the sensitivity dial is turned up so high that any type of insult to them, it affects them in such a negative way that they get angry, fearful, and they just want to strike out at those who said those words to them rather than educating them. That's it. Because again, if those words are hurtful to you, then maybe you would tell that person, you know, you really hurt my feelings. You really, really, really hurt my feelings. And, but, but at the same moment, it's a lot more healthy to be not hurt by words. I'll just tell you that because we live in America. Trust me, if you start, if you start um, outlawing words, being the word police, it's a very slippery th- um, slope. Very, very slippery because when you start doing that, you start outlawing, outlawing insult comedy. Because someone's always out there who's gonna get hurt. Always out there, and then all of a sudden, if you say the wrong thing, if you act the wrong way, you're without a job, you're without a career. You're, you know, it doesn't matter what you say, and you can, get, you can basically just get canceled. And right now, they're canceling people for a lot of other things. Oh, you're not wearing your mask. You're canceled. You didn't get vaccinated. You're canceled. Oh, you said the wrong words. You didn't address that person with the right pronoun. Oh, you're canceled. Oh, by the way, you voted for Trump. Oh, you're canceled. Oh, you, you believe that the elections in, the, in 2020 were, were actually rigged. Oh, you're canceled. You you know, oh, you, you don't believe they were rigged in 2016. Oh, you're canceled. This is the America that we're living in now. And it has to stop. That's why I am here using very colorful language in a way to also encourage you to just, just to stand up. You know, just to stand up for yourself. Don't be scared. Don't be scared. Be yourself. Be fearless. All right, people. I am out of here. It is 4.32 a.m. in the morning. I got to get to bed. I got some work tomorrow. I'll talk to you later. All right, everyone, that's it for today. I had fun podcasting. If you like what you hear, please share my podcast. If you can't find me, look on your favorite podcast platform and look for BBQ2movies. That's BBQ, T-O, Movies. Yeah, the TO is not the number two, by the way. It is TO, like Terrell Owens. So that's BBQ2movies. Catch you around.